This podcast is brought to you by Touch a Life. Hi, welcome to Business Influencers. Hope everyone is having a great week. Again, the show continues to keep growing in numbers because of you, the listeners. We are so grateful and so thankful for all of you tuning in each and every week here at Tell Radio for Business Influencers. And we are committed to your success each and every week here to deliver content from subject matter experts that will help to develop your business and your level influence and take it to the next level. If you ever have any insights or input as to any kind of content you would like to see shared on the show, feel free to reach out to us at chris at christophersalem.com. That's chris at christophersalem.com. Today's show is being brought to you today by Alumni Direct. Alumni Direct is a new social media community platform dedicated to bringing alumni together from all different generational types, an opportunity to reach uh, new people and rekindle old relationships from the past. This is a paid membership, meaning that it takes out all the noise of social media and an opportunity for you to tap into a wide array of the different programs and services that would be available to you and not offered to the general public. If you'd like some more information about Alumni Direct, again, check them out at alumnidirect.com. That's alumnidirect.com. Well, today we're going to be talking about life is happening for us. And as you probably have heard, I've used that term quite a bit here on Business Influencers. Things are happening for you, not to you. And sometimes even we're going through very difficult situations. With that being said, we are here with somebody who I've just known just for a short time and just really kindred spirit. Uh, I've gotten, we've gotten to know each other. I feel like I've known him my whole life. His name is Dean Fisher. He's an accomplished certified meeting professional. CMP for short, with a wealth of experience spanning over three decades in the five diamond events industry in Las Vegas. As a meeting broker at Meetings Made Easy, he's leveraging his executive hotel experience to give his clients insightful advantages in contract negotiations and developing synergy relationships with hospitality partners. His extensive knowledge of property sales and large event operations enables him to navigate the complexities of site selection throughout the world with ease. Alongside supporting his clients' meeting and event strategy, Dean is an avid traveler, loves to golf with his family, and he's also passionate about speaking on personal growth development aimed at enhancing our industry's collective strength. And without further ado, we welcome Dean Fisher to the show. Dean, how are you doing today? Oh my God, brother. I'm so excited. I always feel like I'm in line at Disneyland, right? To get on a ride from this podcast. It's just like <laughs> amazing energy. Yeah, oh, it, it, is, it is. I'm telling you, we're, I'm so, you know, I mean, like I said, we've gotten to know each other. And, and, and again, you just, I hit it off with you so well in terms of how we connected. And, you know, I really would like to talk about, you know, life, life is happening for us. Cause a lot of times, a lot of people don't feel that way. Like they feel like life is happening to, to, to me. Like it's like, why are these things happening? And a lot of times we're searching for answers and, in you know looking for you know ways to you know get around it instead of you know seeing it happening for us and going through it can you share any insights from your perspective since this is something that obviously is really true to your heart you know chris it's it's really my passion discussion um i don't present myself as a professional um i'd say that i'm a human nature buff and it started at a young age um i grew up in one of those neighborhoods like a lot of us did in this country where our parents worked really hard and they and we got through public school 
Um, and we got out there and, and worked our way through college and paid for our college. And, and there were times along that way where I, I would ask myself, like, how is this so difficult? Why, why is all of this happening to me? And where were my parents and where's the support? And I had this feeling that, you know, unless you were born with a silver spoon in your mouth, your chances in this country were, were limited and you should just accept what it is and move forward. Um, it hit me somewhere in my later 40s that I realized, or my later 30s, I realized I was living in a John Hughes movie. I had created this immense lifestyle around myself just by the intense thought process of what I wanted in direction. And it dawned on me that I'm actually manifesting this life around me. It wasn't an, an automatic. I did a lot of reading back then to figure out what was happening, but I had to admit this was a picture I had created. And from that point on, I was liberated from this idea that life was happening to me and I started to realize life was happening for me and that if I became a master of how to control my thought processes and put them in a place that I wanted to produce an outcome, there was no stopping me. Mm, yeah, I love that. And, and the thing is we have to learn through those experiences, right, Dean? I mean, I I, I was the same way growing up in a in a you know a middle class just a slightly above middle class family and you know i went through a lot of trials and tribulations and oftentimes i you know i'd waffle and be seeing things happening to me i could be the victim i can you know find you know somebody to be the scapegoat for something and all that but you know i look back now well i mean I, i've been doing this for a while that i look back now and i can see that all those things were happening for me that i i wouldn't be where i am today to share if my experiences and help others through my example and resourcefulness had I not gone through these things. So I'd love, love to hear your input into that, those areas, you know, to help anybody that's listening and those listening later. For sure. And, you know, what I'll bring out uh, now is kind of flash forwarding into the life I live in now and realizing that I've spent 30 years in a hotel career that for a lot of those years, I wasn't sure why or where it was going. And I can tell you now that the compilation of all those learning lessons have really compilated into this lifestyle I live now. And the neat part was about halfway through the process, I realized I was in control of it. And so I started creating these processes in my life, uh, uh, mantras that I would follow. And a lot of them uh, got me through the idea of how you see uh, leadership and management from a, from a very earthly perspective. And then it led me to the idea that there was something else going on around me all the time. One of my challenges that I've, I've faced is that I'm, I'm dyslexic. And when that is uh, something you see as makes you different than others, you tend to hold and reserve it as a fear. And in these settings in the corporate world, I, in, in, a, in a large format, would be in creative standpoint up at the board. And my only worry was I was gonna miswrite something and I would lose all of this production that was within me. And this is really what I'm drawing out in this conversation is that if I had an avenue to understand that that was a strength of mine rather than a weakness, I would have embraced it from a different perspective. And now that I'm in the life I'm in now, I can look back and see how those weren't challenges. They were my super strengths. I have an amazing insight to this industry from a perspective that a lot can't see and that's because I think differently than yeah. some others do. And that I'm embracing from this point now. So a lot of the conversation is to go back and try and find individuals like me halfway through their career where they're fighting with the two kids or the family and they're out there at work every day and they're doing everything they can. And I want them to know that I was with you. That's the same person I was too. And 
I would go to work every day and just tell everybody it was fabulous and life was great. But inside, I was a mess. I was fearful. I felt like I was on this staircase that was leading me to some place. And when I finally got to where I thought I needed to be, it just kept going up. Mm. And that, that to me was a real signal that, hey, Dean, you're living in a way you're creating, but you're not involving something that needs to be involved. And then I went into what I call my introspective perspective. I decided that I had mastered the outside around me. I could put any physical items around me. I could get teams to move in directions. I could communicate with executives. But there was something else that I needed as a strategy, and I didn't know what it was. And something pulled me inside, and I started a practice of meditation about five years ago and involved myself in community of, of healers that saw things from a different perspective. And the way I put it out there in the analogy, to me now, it looks like an hourglass. Yeah. And there's the perspective that we came from in that physical world, and then there's the perspective that we learn about in the theoretical world above. You can't live in either one too heavy because you're going to fall. You're, you're not going to be in that flow or that balance. And as humans, we tend to want to find this thing we can hold on to. But the truth is, it's about all of it happening at the same time. So I try and focus in that middle ground a little bit above and be relatable. And that idea has really accelerated me into these conversations and realizing that I think there's a value to have this and, and that others can hear the same thing and feel confident that it's not a weakness to go inside and look for it. And what I found as the analogy instead of the staircase was it's like the rings in a tree. If you cut the tree and look at the rings, it's the same starting point and your life's growing around it, which means you're always in the right place at the right time. You don't have to second guess it anymore. You just have to be the best you can be and enjoy it and know life is happening for you. Dean, that is, I, I love what you just shared there. And, and you know, and then using that, the example of the tree is it's so true because you know, you know, we're all we're all on this journey, and we're all at different levels, different phases, and you know, it's all about experiences. And I I love what you you shared there, like especially about like you know, like in the being in the middle. I used to always be it was always one extreme to the other with me, even though I would strive to be the best or I had to be always right. I always had to, you know, you know, have the you know the best of everything. But it, when it didn't work out, then I, I could go right down to the bottom because I would react to it and out of anger and frustration. And then I acted out as a result of it. And But when you're in the middle, it doesn't matter when things are really good or things are not so good. We, we're steady. We're in that moment. It's all about being your best, not being the best. And I, I, I loved how you shared that and illustrated that so well, so well. What would be some insights that you could share from your experience, your perspective for someone, you know, that, you know, is just kind of hearing this from a different perspective for the first time? Yeah, I'll say uh, one of the strongest points in my life where I started making some real strong moves on this was uh, when I read this book called The Surrender Experiment by Michael Singer. And it reflected the fact that in our brains, that we're, it's constantly mimicking our lives and telling us what's happening in front of us. But the question is, why do we need that to happen when we're actually in it and, and viewing it? It's because uh, conditioning of our upbringing, especially in the US, uh, didn't allow us to find our natural connections and really imprinted this way of thinking in the idea of a nine to five work schedule, how you live your life, all these things. And so I started uh, about seven years ago, deciding that I was not going to let my brain anymore tell me things. I was going to be in control of it. 
it takes a little time. You got to reset yourself. You're going to say things out loud. And when you do, you need to reframe it and re-say it and start from there and then work your way backwards into your head to the point where you don't allow your brain to say things to you that mm. you don't want to hear. And the analogy I use from that is like a spacesuit from NASA. Think about it, you're in space and that suit has a, a, a system in it that's controlling the atmospheres, your movements, assisting you that you're not a part of. It's programmed that way and it's kind of like your brain. But the truth is you're inside of that suit making all these decisions around you as well and you have to work within conjunction of that but the suit is not in charge of you you're in charge of the suit as a human we've disconnected from that understanding we we're only thinking mind body and we've we've lost the intelligence that's part of our natural makeup and the example i use that came from that book that i love is you ever wonder why you have these great ideas in the shower in the morning was cuz when the water's hitting your skin that's the first time your brain realizes oh i'm not connected to this and now you're connected to the all the universal understanding of knowledge that's when i realized that intelligence had nothing to do with what i've learned in life it had to do with embracing that energy absolutely i've really taken a strong direction to constantly put myself there i'm going to go on for just a moment for you to understand this because i had a dramatic scenario happen in my life last night which we've all experienced at some point or another I have a family member my young brother passed away yesterday uh my and you can imagine thank you chris I, i really appreciate that and i wanted to come on your show today thought a lot about it last night cuz my heart's wide open and i want the audience to understand that this is a time to share not a time to be reclusive so i spent last night uh speaking to family and helping everybody come together and i didn't want to necessarily approach my feelings but knew they were there This morning last night as I'm sleeping my brother's name kept coming up in my mind and what not but instead of wallowing in that this morning in that that feeling or that energy of remorse or fear or anger I went right to my practice as I always do and it was a little more difficult but where I got to fulfilled my heart again and filled me through that light whatever that is Now embrace my day from a perspective of balance once again. I'm back in the middle. I'm not sitting at the bottom of the hourglass and I'm not trying to sit too high and then asking questions. But realizing that this is the truth of our lives and that we have to go back to something. So the story here is uncomfortable because my brother went back to drugs. That's how he satisfies his fears and that's how he dealt with his his problems. And I know being my brother that I've had those same instincts and insecurities in my life. But I know now that if you embrace this as a direction and you understand it and realize it's a relationship, not a one-way street, something that you also are a part of, that will fulfill you in a way to deal with these struggles without having to revert back to what you used to do when you were younger. So true. Dean, first of all, I want to, you know, I just want to admire you for your courage and strength that you can actually be here you know on this show you know after what you went through last night um and i as i mentioned to you we talked earlier and you know i've been there you know our brothers have very similar paths in this case and so and but you you eloquently just stated you know this journey that you know again what 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 reinforcing what you talked about that's happening for you that we we can learn from these things we can't control other people we can't control 
the you know what goes on on outside of us we can only control from things from within our our communication to ourselves and others our behavior our attitude again happening for you not to you our emotions and how we respond versus react to situations and people and our action that's it and 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 we can do that i mean does things get easier well i'm not saying that they just get easy but but they can get easier cuz like you said you don't have to show up to be the best you just got to be better you strive to be better than you were yesterday and you're going to have days when you don't feel that way and that's okay that we can know that we can move through it to where we're going so so I so think, well, um, but i think you can really say that we can let go of feeling responsible to fix it yeah i don't see i really don't see things in this world anymore as right and wrong yep. good or bad i see it as light and you're going to choose to live in that shade of light and most of us excellent point at some point some point in our life live in gray and we, maybe it's the weekend you know you have a couple beers on a friday whatever it is you're deciding to live in gray and that's okay gray is right now don't expect much out of that experience or that effort because nothing's going to come out of it but to live in white light every day is not about being good or perfect it's about being the best you can be into the next day you live and reminding yourself you're part of something bigger than this experience that we're in you're actually the experiencer Now my brother he chose the dark light and not for a wrong reason because that energy also satisfies for reasons that it does but it doesn't produce anything it literally pulls you backwards and so i think a lot of us as light chasers have lived on this middle line trying to help people around us stay off that dark side realizing how fast you get pulled in that direction but i can tell you also you get pulled in the white light direction just as fast if you focus on it It's just as strong and just as powerful and relieving if you focus on it and let go and realize we're not in control of any of this. this Dean, I mean, just uh, what you shared. I, I, I mean, we. I have not had an in-depth conversation like this with someone in quite some time. I mean, it. And we're on a we're on a radio show doing this, and it, it is, it is. I. It is. It is just eye-opening right now. And those I can know that the listeners right now are going, "Oh my God, this is incredible." what this man is sharing and i love what you talked about right and wrong it it's about the, these different shades of light and that is so true when you really think about it when you think about it you know because it, it just because you see it one way doesn't mean someone else is going to see it and somebody's in a different place right now in their journey than you so yes they might be in the dark light slightly but hopefully they they can come out of that light to the to the purest form of white light and we can't we can just encourage them through our example and our resourcefulness but but it's not always going to be the case we're not going to be we're not going to save everyone and we do the best we can with that and what you said was just just at straight home i mean personally for me but i i know for a fact for all the listeners that and those will be listening later yeah it's um it's one of those things where i think when you when you start to ask yourself those questions where did you want to go that way or not you start to think you're going to separate yourself from everybody and you're going to be seen differently than everybody and for a while mentally your ego is going to make you feel that way it's going to fight you but when you make the transition into this place of of experience I'll say what you realize is you have compassion for everybody's journey no longer is it about right or wrong because you can see in their own journey why their experience is what it is and you become compassionate towards that and we're missing that in this world we live in right now the compassion is gone everybody wants to identify with something that they can say they are the closer you can get to releasing from identifying with anything other than everything 
is the closer you're going to get to this fulfillment. It's not looking for happiness or joy or this exuberance. That's not life. Life is this other. It's the pains, but it doesn't have to be lived in fear. And that's really where I come down to this is. I used to live in fight or flight on the corporate side. My blood pressure was at 99 when I go to the doctor. And they would say, well, what do you do for a living? And I'm like, I like, I live in a Super Bowl. I work at Bellagio and my event's 10,000 people. It's crazy. You can't believe it. And I said, this is the sacrifice like sports athletes would have. You know, their bodies, this is what you, it's not true. The reason why I was living in 99 was because I was fearful every day that somebody was going to catch on that I wasn't, that I was an imposter. Because we all go through imposter syndrome oh, every yeah. day. But then later in, later in life, you know, I guess it was when you hit your 50s, you kind of look back and realize, jeez, I really was influencing. I was an imposter. And you start to become aware of these things. My biggest suggestion, this is where I started, was at the gym. I realized that I was listening to music and watching really people yell at you on the TV all day. And I said to myself, well, if I spent 10,000 hours, seven years ago I started this, studying something, what would it be? And I said, I love human nature. It's my business. It's what the whole events industry is about, is understanding how human beings interact. I said, I'm going to go down the rabbit hole. And I started reading and I made this pact with myself. Anybody that suggests a book would be the next book I'll read. And funny enough, there were answers in those books for questions that I had started to ask myself. And it led me on this journey. I didn't need anybody else around me. And that's kind of my point in this is there is really no superficial right way it's inside of you it's your way and you're going to learn this language that you have with whatever that is the all and when you see it and understand it then you're going to realize those pain strokes that you were feeling were signals they weren't pain um, that feeling of anxiety was a signal to tell you to look out for something mm. there there are ways that you're being communicated with every day that we assume are physical reactions when truly you had a post today that was right on point. They're an energy and a vibration. And what you involve yourself in energy and vibration is what you're actually going to output. Yeah. So that's the responsibility is that you can't, you can't say it and then turn around and honk your horn at somebody running down the street. And yet we all find ourselves in the situation. So we're not perfect. We have to adjust in that situation rebound, find our middle again, and realize, okay, I am subject like any other antenna in the world to receive. And sometimes I'm receiving things that aren't for me. And I just need to let that go and realize it. Wow. Dean, I mean, you have just, in this short period of time, have packed so much value into this show. This is this is an incredible show. that, And I hope everyone who's listening that you know, you reach out to Dean, get to know him, and uh, just a wealth of knowledge here. Dean, anything else that you could share that for the listeners, like you know, you've learned from your experience, especially over these seven years, that you can you could share in regards to uh, you know living, you know, live, life is happening for us, and how that could transform yeah. our, our, how we do things in our business, uh, our personal lives, our relationships, and how we we take care of ourselves. Yeah, the you know I have sayings that I say to myself every day, mantras, and one of them is these are the days. Because if you look back on anything in your life, you're always going to say, oh my God, remember those days. Well, why not realize you're in those days right now? And your peace is built into realizing the value of this specific day, not tomorrow, not yesterday, and not where we're going in our futures, this moment. And the closer you can get to that 
thought process, the more peace you're going to find in your day. And I know it seems so ridiculous when you're in the corporate world and things are happening so fast around you and everybody's pushing on you. That connection with everything else is what's necessary. And when you find it, that's where that balance comes from. And then you realize you are literally the experiencer in this situation, not the experience. And stop letting yourself get pulled into the experience. It's not supposed to be who you are. You're supposed to be a value of what's happening around you and for you, for your futures. And all the stories we told today, if you reflect back on them, not one of them do I have regret. But every single time I say to myself is, wow, I wish I just slowed down for a minute and realized I was in a really magical place in my life. I didn't know working at the Golden Nugget when Steve Wynn still owned it was a magical thing. I had no idea when I was at the Mirage and the Love Show hit and we did that two-day opening with the Beatles that that was going to be a magical moment. Or any of the stories I could tell you about the Bellagio or where I'm at now in life and how my clients and I have these amazing adventures and the experiences of learning about the world. Just understanding that people are the same everywhere you go. They're not on vacation, they're working too. And you start to understand that this is just really a, an experience we're living every day. This is not happening to you. Yeah. These are the days. Leave yourself with that. These it's a are the good, days. Place. Love it. Love it. I love it. Use that as a mantra, listeners. And again, we highly recommend that you share this show with your colleagues, peers, friends, family members. This is a ton of golden nuggets that that Dean has left here for you. I, I encourage everyone to go back and listen to the show. Dean, we're towards the end of the show. And first of all, I want to, my condolences again to you and your family. Thank you. The courage and to be on this show, to, to share that this message is truly inspiring. And we are so grateful for you for that. And we want to make sure the listeners reach out to you, get to know you. Please share with them uh, anything you'd like to you know, share, how to get in contact with you or anything you'd like to provide them. Yeah, sure. Uh, LinkedIn is my my home. It's the it's the business without walls we all lived in. So I'd find me on LinkedIn. That's where I spend every day. Also, you can email me at dfisher at meetingsme.com. Uh, my true passion is, is literally finding a community to work and help and support to ensure that we all can live in this spirit. Chris, it's, it's just been an amazing time uh, speaking with you today. And, and I can't tell you how much it actually helps me grow too to share uh, what, what I've experienced and learned over the last few years. And, and I appreciate that. My goal is seriously to open humanity's eyes to this idea. Uh, we don't have to work in fear, but life isn't necessarily about chasing those, uh, those smiles every day. It's about really accepting what the real true experience is. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Dean, thank you so much for being here and taking time out of this difficult time that you're dealing with. But again, you got the right thinking in terms of how you see this happening uh, for you, not to you. And again, thank you so much for your time here today. Listeners, we want to thank you each and every week joining us here at Business Influencers. Again, if you have any questions, uh, feel free to reach out to us. Again, we encourage you to reach out to Dean. Again, he gave so much of his time and so much wisdom to help you wherever you are move forward. Again, we are committed to bringing subject matter experts like Dean in. So reach out to us if you'd like to have any content that you have not seen on the show shared here. As long as, again, is it as long as it moves you forward, we will be happy to entertain to have you on, have that content on the show. With that being said, everybody, have a great rest of your day, and we'll see you next week. You have just listened to Tall Radio Podcast. For more podcasts, visit www.touchalife.org.